1: And help you grow your business in the best ways possible it's why they say at penny mac greatness lives here penny mac tpo is the division of penny mac loan services llc equal housing lender nmls id number 35953 licensed by the department of business oversight under the california residential mortgage lending act conditions and restrictions may apply
0: we've reached that point in the year where mergers and acquisitions are starting to multiply Sellers are looking to get out while they're still able to show a profit and buyers are looking to invest when the market is down. Welcome to The Principle. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director of the Mortgage News Network. Last week, we talked to Texas-based independent mortgage bank, Thrive Mortgage, and Bill Case, CEO of American Mortgage Service Company. Hear what they had to say.
2: We are in the process, we have a letter of intent, we're in the process of uh, merging our company into Thrive um we've watched them uh and and we have some long-term relationships within our company with some of their key uh staff uh it just seemed like the right time uh there have been discussions i know over the years and and we've watched how they've grown which has been unbelievable uh you know we've been very proud of what we've done for our decades uh, in the business and it just seemed like it's a time as we looked forward that uh, uh, maybe getting to where we wanted to go, uh, it's time to look outside and say, are there are, are there other players out there? Is there someone out there that you feel you could partner with who could really take you much quicker to where you want to be? And um, it's not easy. I mean, we, we've been down the road a couple of times with different things and we have brought on a couple of companies and it's very, very difficult to uh, do what we're doing because it's hard to find culture fits that really match up. Um, and, and this is one that I'd say was astonishingly easy, quickly. Uh, and, and thanks uh, certainly a lot to the, to the welcoming and, and openness of the Thrive community. And, and then I'd like to thank, yes, we have a pretty good open group also. So that, that uh, has been a big help.
0: So, what exactly are the are the channels that that you're involved in? And I know that you said culture um, was really important, um, but on on the business side, what strengths do you bring?
2: Well, there's volume. There obviously we're in probably markets where we don't overlap a lot. Um, I, I think a lot of it is you know we do business very similar to what they do, and also we're a heavily oriented purchase shop, which. Uh, anybody that's not that in the last now year or so uh, is struggling uh, on a national scale. So that kind of continuity, I think, uh, is a, it brings strength and stability to to and make the organization larger. Um, you know, I, I think both companies have lots of overlaps and talent and and uh, you know, uh, I mean, obviously they're a bigger company and do more volume than us. You know, we think we've got uh, some things we've innovated into our process and. Uh, uh, we think some of our senior management, middle management people, we we, we feel we have some of the best in the industry. Um, we want to couple that with what we think uh, is one of the best technology companies uh, out there in the business and thrive, uh, who also has obviously really great people. But we think a mix of this is we're just bringing some you know, it's one thing to just talk about, OK, we're bringing Vine together. But as I've sat and, and watched and I have not done the line share the work, I have a good staff that's done this and the same thing on the Thrive side. But uh, the feedback I've gotten is that uh, we've got two really good groups of people with that can tackle problems and um, have made this uh, up to this point such a smooth process. And we expect that to continue. And so you and clearly, have clearly.
3: I was just going to say, what's what's really neat is what is absolutely the same at the companies is the decisions are made based on what's best for our people. Uh, When it's best for them and helping them get to where they want to go, then the success financially and growth-wise comes. Growth is essential, but it can't be about being the biggest. Neither of our companies want to be the biggest. We want to be the best. And so when you find a group of people that have that same like value, that's pretty cool. Really cool, and then you bring those together. So I, I, I lead sales here at Thrive, and it's one of the hardest things we do in finding the right talent is finding people that have that same mindset that want to work as a partner and work together and collaboratively. And uh, I've got such a world of respect for their organization. Bill hasn't said it too much. Maybe he's not proud of this, but he was my first branch manager, really, in the business <laughs> when I got
2: in the business. We crossed paths way back, yeah
3: a long way. And there's there's other relationships uh, that are are out there that's really been neat to do. So we both start with that passion and then putting together um, a lot of innovations and technologies, but the people, because as long as you got the right people all going in the right direction, in the same direction and caring about each other, then it's amazing how we can be a better, better for the force of this industry.
2: Well, I was going to drop that late in the meeting just to say that I taught Randall everything he knows and every bit of his success he can attribute to me because I, whatever that time frame was, was it a few months? I don't think it was very long (laughs) and we were not in the same market. So I would take no credit for what has been a tremendous career for him Uh, and to build on. And I, I absolutely echo what Randall said about people and, you know, everybody says that they all oh, our people are our best resource they're most important but my career and i think i'm 38 years in this now and not even just our industry other industries it's lip service i would say three quarters of the time uh i i you know you hear the senior management or ownership say that and then you hear stories from their people or you see how they act uh and, and it's really not that way and you know i i've always felt like a you know everybody's got like their little rules they say what are your expectations but I've always said to our group, uh, ours is a place we want to care about our employees and we want them to care about us. If we achieve those things every day, everything else will work out.
0: So how many employees are we talking about? What, you know, how many employees do you have, Bill? And then how many does Thrive have that you guys are merging together?
2: We have about 230 to 40, somewhere in there. About 650.
0: Okay, and so uh, you talked about um, different markets and, and regional differences. So, so what are the what are the regions, and why does this make it and, um, good and profitable to merge this way?
2: Well, and I, you know, I'm going to build off. I'll throw off first. Uh, you unfortunately gave me the opportunity to talk first, uh, so then I end up uh, leading off all the time. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, it's funny when you use the word, and as soon as you said it like, you know, what made it, it would make it profitable. And that's a good question. And I'm going to echo on things we've just said that actually isn't, you know, was not much motivation for us. uh, And especially the, the majority owners at our company, Uh, you know, we looked at the landscape. This wasn't about, okay, where do we think we can do best? It really was hot giving the most amount of people in our company, the best possible chance to improve themselves. So you know, is and and for them it's growth. I mean, you know, I'm obviously as I've used, and it's not my line. I've borrowed it, but I'm obviously closer to my sell by date. I get more satisfaction now out of you know watching other people and and putting in them in the position to be successful and watching them grow and and looking at this now and saying, you know, we've got loan officers and our back office staff that there can be tremendous opportunities that we would not have gotten on our own. So. It, it, you know, it, that's our motivation. It's not, uh, oh, okay, well, then I could say, gee, well, now we're part of a $5 billion company or whatever the number is going to be at the end. Or uh, it really is, it's it's to our motivation is really giving our employees the best pop- possible opportunities.
0: And were you looking for these opportunities before the, the market um, started doing what it's doing? I mean, originations are down, um, you know, 47% according to the NBA.
2: Always. Uh, for us, I would say always. We we uh, brought a group on to our company back in 2011. We brought a group on a company on in 2015. We almost had another transaction and, and didn't work out at the end. I would say part of focus of what I've really done the last number of years is I'm always having discussions with people or I'm, I'm asking about Other companies, whether and generally speaking, it was us being, you know, the previous ones. It was either us, they acquire or we're going to merge equals. Um, But to me, it's always about knowing what's out there and the what ifs. I mean, I've always told everybody, uh, including my kids, uh, and I always take the story of when I used to wash windows at one of my grandparents' house up on the second floor over the driveway. Uh, on a ladder that my father stood at the bottom and always stuck with me. And he said something he wants about, you're getting up on this thing, you're young, you're a kid, always have a landing place. And that stuck with me. And I've told everybody that forever is you should always know something about what's going on or where would you go? And they're down. I mean, we we encourage our loan officers, anybody, you should know what's going on in the marketplace because you never know what's going to happen. So the, the discussions are always ongoing. I think the timing of this is that Clearly, the market we look going forward and some of the things, the challenges that we as our as American Mortgage Service Company would have, we don't know if we could be exactly everything our people would need over the next couple of years. So it became more apparent that, yeah, we probably we should be talking to and looking for somebody that we can strategically partner with.
0: And so part of this strategic partnership, I know it's been talked a lot about in the industry. Is it the technology that Thrive has that that is that makes them appealing?
2: It starts with culture, I, and, I, and I, you know, I probably can't say that enough because it doesn't matter if you if you don't have people that are going to be able to work together, uh, agree on things, have a similar philosophy about how you treat your employees and how you approach decisions on everything. Nothing else will matter because it'll fall apart. It may you may sign an agreement and somebody comes on board, and I'm sure. Most of us uh, know enough stories about that over the year. Then somebody bleeds off, a branch leaves. You have some of your key ops staff go. It's not going to work. So obviously, that's number one because that's where I think uh, you know. Something somebody asked me at our company within the last two days while we're talking about this, and they said, uh, you know, well, did you talk to a lot of companies? I'm like, no, this wasn't a shopping expedition. Uh, this was. We knew of this company, Thrive, and. What came along with it was the unbelievable technology. But I would say this: if the culture was really good and they were behind the times, okay, then maybe this isn't happening. But they're not where they are uh, by being behind the times. So, number one is fit. Number two is yes, their technology and what they bring to the table is is incredible.
3: And I'd probably add to your point as well, Bill. You said it so well. You're always looking. We've got a, a philosophy here of always options. We want to provide all of our clients with always having options, we want our people to feel like they always have options to get to that next level in their career. And likewise, as we have uh, been out there and seen growth, we added a new region down in Georgia with a large group that came on there um, because it was just, again, a a like valued group of individuals that we could give these tools and resources to. So we have doubled down on technology, but uh, as Bill again said, when you got the people and the technology, that makes you unstoppable. And Celine here has really been the key architect of uh, all the technology and advancements. And so she can speak to it a lot better than I. But it is a critical part, certainly as Bill has talked a lot on various forums that I've seen uh, about efficiencies and those kinds of importance here in the industry uh, as revenues per loan go down and you have to find a faster, better way to do certain things. Those are critical. uh, And when you have that and the people, you've hit a home run.
4: Yeah, I think obviously the products too. I think that's one of the things that Roy's done a really good job for Thrive. It's always just... Finding those options, um, whether it's the market that's driving that or it's our sales teams uh, competing out there. Uh, So that's always been important. But I also would say the branding, I think the marketing, um, being able to bring that uh, to Bill and the uh, AMSC folks, that's something that's really exciting. And we've invested and been very intentional about all these key ingredients that's allowed Thrive to get where we are today. So the idea is to be able to give that to and put that in the hands of the AMSE to see folks. That makes us really excited. Uh, obviously, to Bill's point, we want to be able to add that value proposition as if they are part of our Thrive Nation. So we're super excited.
3: Yeah, majority of you know Bill's team, what's really neat is how well it complements. Um, we're not in those markets and they dominate in those markets. And to have a 50-year, near 50-year uh, reputation in those markets, it was really neat to be able to share with our team um, that that's the kind of organizations that we get to partner with. Uh, that goes a long way to motivate our people as well about our future and what we want to do in this next generation of the mortgage industry.
2: I think also, too, what, uh, uh, what was important for us, and, and where this is also where uh, Thrive is not the typical company, it was important to us to maintain a lot of what we do today. Yes, join, be able to take advantage of uh, all the uh, great resources, programs, marketing that they have, but also to be able to that our people have the confidence. No, I can still, I'm still dealing with who I'm dealing with, and uh, you know things change over time. Eventually, whatever that's that's the fact of life. But that you know we're taking all the good here, and yet you can still work with people uh, that you have built these relationships with, and that came up at one of our top producers meeting a couple days ago, and and we answered that, and and. that's not typical. That's a that's a tribute also to Thrive, that uh, they are they are allowing us to be able to do that and that they have confidence in us. Uh, and and that's where it's so difficult. You can't you can't just manufacture that immediately or overnight uh, to, to be able to have that. And I think that's, again, longer term. Randall has a very, very long relationship with uh uh, our senior guy in production. And, and, you know, over the years, I know he's told me about their discussions. We operate very similarly. It's, you know, you're, you're doing the right things. You're trying to make the right decisions. You're not taking undue risk. Uh, you're treating your people fairly. And if you're doing that, then you have faith in people, but we appreciate that. That's been enormous.
1: Don't miss the largest regional mortgage show in the nation. The New England Mortgage Expo returns to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, January 12th and 13th. See us at www.nemortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour. www.nemortgageexpo.com.
0: Will there be, I know obviously when when mergers happen, the idea of, of a merger is to kind of consolidate you know, some back office functions is the only place that you're going to be. Um, you know, saving money. Um, are there going to be any layoffs associated with this?
2: We initially we're not looking at any, and I'll, I'll give a, the honest perspective as I've told our employees. We've had a couple layoffs already this year. Uh, business going into the winter, it's likely that we would have had uh, some also. Uh, We had a few people leave, which was good. They joined other industries, and so that was a help. But you know, Thrive's message to us immediately was, "Don't do anything. Let's get in here, and you know, we may be able to utilize some of your talent. Uh, Let's work together on this to do the best we can." Uh, Also, I think it was Celine. Now, this some of this becomes third party. So, if it wasn't Celine, and I don't know who said this, but it got back to me, and and the message was we don't want to lose any good people. And that's been our philosophy. Now, having said all that, the realities are in there. There's no blueprint right now to say, okay, well, see, this group's gone. That one's being folded in. We don't need this anymore. We haven't. And and there really isn't, thankfully, a lot of of overlap. I mean, a lot of the people that we have now, we still will need virtually all. Uh, And then most of that is dependent on business, as it is in every place. And we're hoping also. Uh, actually, in the last two days, things have come up where there's been some conversations that we may have some additional ability to add some people, uh, and if we do that, then you know you're putting everybody in a better position. So it's also we're coming into this, you know, eyes wide open. But it's uh, but but that's a great question because typically uh, that's what does happen is they're like, okay, where's all the overlaps we can save money, and that's another culture fit is they're not looking first at let's get the head count down, let's let's do the right thing and take care of things, and then. You make decisions you need
3: to. Ironically, the uh, number one question our people have been asking since we announced it was, is this going to take away from any of the resources from us? Uh, because we've we've done very well. Right now, we're projecting uh, down maybe 15%, 17%, even without this. Um, we've just, in the last couple of months, added more than 100 more sales to the organization. And so what we're excited about is the level of talent and commitment that uh, the American Mortgage Service team brings gives us more expandability. Um, Trainers, seasoned professionals, like-minded, that's uh, gonna help us continue to be a destination where people wanna be. We don't really like to recruit, we like to attract. We just wanna be different. Uh, We wanna empower the the front lines to do what they do best for their people and to make those determinations. We're a very decentralized model in that respect uh, where we are allowing each branch Um, to be able to design themselves to be successful and so that's very unique so it becomes a very attractive proposition in these kinds of times where a one size does not fit all it never has in my experience but we say one size fits one and that's ultimately our model
0: well and you said that you have you have regional diversity so so bill where are you versus where where Thrive is so there isn't going to be any overlap or stealing of,
2: yeah. And whatever overlaps there are, I mean, I never that to me. I mean, it's it, that's I've always found that an interesting topic, especially down to the loan officer level. When sometimes you're in a market and you'll say you're hiring somebody, and uh, most of the good ones get it, but once in a while, you'll someone will say, Well, geez, I don't want to hire somebody else, so that's who I'm competing with. And my re- response is, Um, all the loans they're getting today, were you getting anyway, and vice versa. So <laughs> all you were doing is you got your market share and they got their market share. And if you're working with the same company, then you're still working with your same business sources. I never really understood that. We're heavily, uh, Kentucky's probably, and it's really Northern Kentucky, but Kentucky is our biggest uh, state. Indiana's big, Ohio's big, and some operations in Florida. And then we sprinkle a few other states, but that's where primarily we are. But again, I go back to, it doesn't matter if there were a lot of Thrive people or or not, they're doing their business today. They'll continue to do it tomorrow and the same as us.
0: So, Randall, where are you? Our folks that are in those
3: markets have a huge respect uh, for American Mortgage Service. We, we go back, uh, one of the people that's in a market, uh, immediately after the meeting he had there, called one of our folks that want to get heard, together, yeah. let's talk, uh, because they were excited about some of the new products and such as well that we had put out on the market. So, we love that. Uh, we've got a really strong Central Ohio team that we're really proud of, has done a fantastic job. And uh, Bill's group continues to be a complement to that in some of the surrounding markets.
0: So where do you see, um, where do you see the market this winter? Um, you know, what, what's been happening on the, on the ground floor there? Anyone?
2: Do You
3: want me to talk?
2: Go ahead. the expert on the economy
3: and then I'll fill in. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, I, I don't, it's going to be a, tougher season. I think we're, we're obviously dealing with a lot of headwinds. Uh, you know, I am not as big of an advocate as all rates have moved up and it isn't because yes, I'm older. And I remember back to 11 and 12 and 13%. I was not around when the 18 to 20% back in 1980, but I mean, I was around physically, but I was not in the business. Um, but you know we 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 did business in in all those levels uh, of interest rates six eight seven nine ten eleven we always did it uh, refis yes you you not have as many of those I think the single biggest challenge we're facing uh, I did, the the inventory was the biggest challenge I think that's actually abating a little bit right now prices uh, are probably the number one thing and and has been for a while where so many people have been priced out, And I think there will be, we're seeing already, there's going to be some moderation, uh, that will help, but that's the toughest thing I think we're facing is not enough people that would like to buy homes can afford to because of the pricing in their markets. So I think it's going to, you know, it, but it, it, it could change quickly too, because if there are, if, if more people decide to put their house on the market, and as I believe there are tons of people with a, with a lot of equity, uh, Who have been reluctant to maybe sell because where am I going to go? Uh, It takes somebody taking that first step. So I think you could see the market change quickly, but I think you're you know we're probably unlikely to see a great winner. But I think you're going to start to see more easing as we move through next year. I think the philosophy that's worth about the paper it's on. That's that's not (laughs) worth anything because I go back and say, tell me what everybody's (laughs) predictions were in March of 2020 and how'd that work out. So anyway.
3: Well, I think the sales perspective from that, I would say I've always positioned myself of regardless of how much business is out there, I want to have what's most attractive uh, and able to fill the need that exists. And so that's what we've worked very hard towards. Um, James Duncan here, our head of marketing at the organization was just interviewing Todd Duncan to give him a little bit of a plug. And, you know, Todd was given a perfect example of a producer. He's going to be having speak at another event that just did 16 million last month. Uh, we see those success stories. So clearly, those who know how to communicate, have the relationships, know how to use these tools. We can have a lot of tools, but uh, if they don't know how to use them, then they're not going to be as successful. So yes, it's certainly going to be a much tougher winter. We see these things happen. I've seen it in my 30-year 30 career, 30 year career. Um, and those who aren't in this business for the right reason and uh, having the relationships and delivering uh, answers to needs, then they'll move out into other industries. And ultimately, I believe and personally always hope that it makes us then better, stronger and, and delivering for the consumer. Because as we do that and build their confidence, they'll have more of an interest in wanting to take part in this uh, part of the process. There's been a lot of misunderstandings about our industry. and It's can be very confusing for, for a borrower. Uh, we have first-time home buyers that need to get into homes and they're nervous. We've got to make them more comfortable with what this process is and that they can reach out and care. We have a program called Thrive for Home, uh, which is built exactly for that to help folks through that. They know they're going to be treated with respect and care. Um, and we're going to work with them no matter how long it takes and educate them and, and assist them in any way that is possible. You have at the other end of the spectrum those age in place. Um, they need uh, differences based on the economic changes that have occurred. And we're very strong in reverse, reverse purchase and doing heckams And so we want to provide answers for everybody along that spectrum. We do a lot of construction. And so we're helping with some of the inventory issues based on our one-time closed products and so on. So we want to have more than anybody else. We're certainly prepared for more challenging times and making sure that we're delivering for our people for that, which brings it back to, you know, why we're combining these forces uh, to be able to use the strengths, knowledge, character, uh, and then these tools combined to help everybody have a
2: great career. And I would no, say, meanwhile, please.
4: we're perfect. Go ahead, Bill.
2: <laughs> no, go ahead. Sorry, you.
4: No, I was just going to say, I mean, meanwhile, the, the thing about Thrive, and doesn't matter what year it was and what challenge we had in the market or uh, whether it was, you know, real estate or if it's interest rates or what it is, we've always been intentional about continuing to focus on our future. So we always talk about scalable growth and obviously technology has been a big part of that. Um, Supporting obviously the unique products, that's been something that's been really important to us is obviously being able to pivot and support some of these unique products, whether it's construction, reverse, thrive for home, home to home, all those different things that allows our sales team to be unique in this market and adding that value proposition uh, to the multiple different needs of the uh, buyers and borrowers. But I think it's being intentional and not um, putting our head in the sand and instead of really being focused about being ready, because we do know that this is unfortunately a tough market, but this... Will change and it will turn. And so, what are we going to do different than what we did before? And so, we know that there potentially will be another uh, opportunity like 2020 when we see interest rates um, get back into a, a, a part that prompts a refi. There's always a, another refi business. So, what are we doing different than what we've done before? And a lot of the businesses in our industry really suffered, and the employees suffered as a result of that. In you know influx of business, we want to be intentional about scalability growth and how can we support that and most importantly take care of our borrowers i couldn't tell you all the stories i heard from 2020 and 2021 about uh, borrowers going well i don't know if i'm going to close this month next month or hopefully this year uh just because of the challenges that we had with the industry and being able to support the business um that's what we're not shying away from even in this market and we didn't
3: have to deal with that fortunately because of being prepared but uh, we know that some borrowers yeah. have to go through some tough experiences and that makes them not as comfortable entering into the the mortgage experience uh, because of what they hear out there and the reporting and their neighbors and all those kinds of things. We want to be, we want to be a help and different, uh, than that. So I taking the opportunity so much about,
2: Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Oh, I was just going to say, I echo those comments because I'm thinking like what I said, I gave, as, as Randall said, uh, the, the, he's the ec- uh, economics guy. I gave the larger answer of where do I, you know, I think this is going to be a tough time through the way. Yes. But as, as I've always told staff, Okay. That's somebody else's problem. We're going to get our share. All right. Business is going to be down. It's not going to be ours. Um, I also am reminded of uh, way back in my early, in my career, a guy that uh, I was working for and we had a. I was up in New York uh, at the time um, and they had the t- most markets to do this top 25 lenders or something. And we were brand new. It was M&T bank that never had a outlet outside of Buffalo. We were the first one ever. And it was only a mortgage office within, I think the first, it was, year, year and a half, two years, we were number 12 out of the top 25 there, which we were pretty happy about that we achieved that. And I remember this guy came to town from Buffalo and I showed him the list and I said, uh, this is good. But I said, you know, we're all geared up. We, we got to keep moving up this list and we're going to go after this one, this one, this one. And I'm pointing up the list and this has stuck with me forever. He said, that's good. He said, but you know, those companies above you are all good ones. He said, you should look at all the ones below you and say, how am I losing business to them? that's where you should focus on to take your market share. And that always stuck with me is that, you know, the good are going to be good and the marginal are going to fall off. And that's what's happening now. and going to continue to happen.
0: Interesting. Well, thank you so much for your time today. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors.
1: This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. PennyMac TPO is a Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply.
0: Here are the rest of your headlines for today, September 26th. The Real Brokerage Incorporated, a technology-powered real estate brokerage based in Toronto, will acquire Lemon Brew Lending Corp. The deal is worth $1.25 million. Only 800000 of it is cash, but stay tuned. Apparently, more details of the deal will be available soon. Redfin says the percentage of purchase agreements that have fallen through has hovered around 15% for the past three months. That's the highest level on record with the exception of March and April of 2020. Home buyers were most likely to back out of deals in sunbelt cities that surged in popularity and price during the pandemic, such as Phoenix, Tampa, Florida, and Las Vegas. And finally, we wanna spotlight lenders and originators who go above and beyond to serve our active duty and veteran military members and their families. Nominate a lender or originator today for the opportunity to be featured as one of 2022's best military lenders and originators in the November edition of NMP Magazine. You can submit nominations at nationalmortgageprofessional.com. And the deadline is Wednesday.
1: This has been the principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by TG Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Wolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of the principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.